let's see if I remember how to do this. <laughs> it's been a while uh, since I've been able to put an entry up, and um, doesn't stop me from continuing to make a list of things that I want to make entries for, and I just didn't give myself the time to do it the last couple of weeks. You know, the last, um, I think the last one I did was sometime in May, I want to say, and had a lot going on. I'm trying to finish my second novel, trying to finish the audiobook for my first novel, um, you know, try to find time to watch different things here and there, and, you know, continue my gaming channel, continue, continue to just do everything that I try to, guess, put on my plate while also being, you know, a father, full-time job, all that good stuff, you know, everybody goes through it a little bit, especially when it comes to hobbies they try to do and things they are passionate about, things they enjoy a lot of. I just recently added something else to my plate. I am restarting one of my older YouTube channels, something I tried a couple of years ago, and it was becoming a little hard to maintain because I am one person and I can only do so much. But I am resurrecting um, If Flicks Could Talk. Uh, that channel has been created, but there are, there is no content yet. Uh, I'm working on the script for the first video. I'm kind of looking to make it more documentary style, so that's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be not as much, I want to say, list or maybe very much like a variety of different YouTube channels that are already out there. I kind of want to go the route where it's more film discussion, documentary style topics I kind of enjoy and feel like they deserve a, a little bit of a spotlight or maybe just things I find interesting. But along with that, I also have all of the other things I'm involved in. Uh, funny story enough, I actually just got banned from TikTok, so that was fun. Um, lost a lot of videos I was doing for that. A lot of things that were film-based uh, and a lot of videos that I made for the podcast as well. As well as creating a lot of uh, gaming clips and movie clips and working with that style, that short-form style and creating content to kind of build that channel. And I got it pretty far, and then I guess I posted one thing that they just didn't like, and I think it was a scene from Marvel's Punisher, the uh, the John Berthnall uh, version of Punisher from Netflix. I had posted a, like a fight scene from there or something, and they just totally shut my account down. So, whatever, I'm not on there anymore. I don't necessarily care. I was kind of like less than a year I was even on it to begin with. And when that happened, I just kind of got rid of the app altogether. I never really cared for TikTok. I literally just did it to try to build up more, I guess, content creation and kind of focus a lot of stuff on uh, myself and the creator that I was trying to be. And it didn't work out necessarily. But I'm digressing. I'm kind of giving a little bit of an update because it's been a couple of months. Let's go into something that is maybe a little bittersweet for me. Simply because I am, I guess, uh, I guess maybe a member of the flock that felt betrayed by the leaders. The Walking Dead was a show that kind of really had this base in, not even, it, it had this place in my heart for so many years. And it's strictly because I got into The Walking Dead right around the time the second season was in its middle break, the middle of the year break. And I had sat there, and it was around the same time as the first season of American Horror Story. I think I've said this before on the podcast, where I sat and I watched the pilot for both of the first episodes 
of American Horror Story and The Walking Dead because I was like, I need, I want a show to get into. What's a show that, that I can really like, you know, like sick my teeth into? You know, what can I sit with and just watch cons- consistently? And I watched both American Horror Story and I watched The Walking Dead. And American Horror Story, that first season, confused the shit out of me. I still think it's definitely not my favorite season. I'm not going to say it's the worst season, but it's definitely not my favorite season. And I did eventually watch it many, many years later. But what won me over is just the first five minutes of The Walking Dead. That very quiet and very much non-cinematic feeling intro where Rick is walking around the... The, the the vehicle graveyard, if one might say, in the gas station where he's trying to find gas for his car and he's walking and it's really silent and then he sees the little girl and the little girl's face is all contorted and he goes to, the little girl goes to come after her and then he shoots her and that's like the very first scene you see of that show and just right at that point, that just, that very simple cinematography just had me hooked. I finished that whole first season, and I watched all the way through the first half of the um, second season. Now, after the first half of the second season, I really wanted more, so then I got into the comics. And by that point, the comics were, I think, 40 issues deep, maybe 60 issues deep at that point in time. I'm trying to think of how many I actually was able to read at that point. And I kept up with the comics as I was keeping up with the show. So I'd watch every new season and I would read all the comics, you know, keep it flowing. I was always the Walking Dead guy for a couple of years because I knew a lot of the information about the Walking Dead simply because I went really hardcore into the comics and I read really hardcore into the Walking Dead lore and it's... It struck me every time that they made changes, even if it made sense to me, if it didn't make sense to me, because I understood one thing and one thing that was simple. The fact that this show was on AMC is a little bit of a tragedy, simply because if it was put on any other network, if it if it went to Stars or if it went to HBO, any of these places that have a little bit more leeway with what they can get away with it, The Walking Dead would be such a better show. Because they would be able to do a lot of the other storylines from the comics that they couldn't really translate that well to what AMC essentially is, is a very basic cable. And yet, they got a little bit more leeway later on down the line with characters like Negan, who was able to kind of be portrayed a lot like his comic counterpart, but still dumbed down for the basic cable audience. But then you look at a character like the Governor, and the Governor is very much different from the TV counterpart to the comic counterpart. Like, for those who aren't really that enthralled in it, but in the comics, Rick actually loses his hand. Nobody loses their hand the way Rick does until very much later on in the show when Eric loses his hand and it's replaced by this, you know, uh, metal hand that he can take off and turn into a mace. That's the only person that loses his hand to the extent that Rick loses his hand in the comic series. Now, how does Rick lose his hand? Well, he loses his hand at the mercy of the governor because the second they meet the governor, he's a brutal, sadistic psychopath. And he 
they go there to try to like make amends with him not make amends but they're like to try to you know say hey we're a group we're looking for more groups we need help and governor's like yeah guess what give me your hand i'm gonna michonne's in the group now i'm gonna rape and beat up michonne i'm gonna tie her up in my in this little uh this little dungeon i have like he's a real sadistic son of a bitch in the comics and they couldn't translate any of that into the show, which was essentially the premise of the entire third and fourth season that it just got left in the dust because they couldn't do anything. They literally could not do 100% the governor, but they did a little bit of it. And what they did do was worth it. Um, I do know that there is some backstory they give the governor, which I think might be explored a little bit more in the Walking Dead novels, which I never did finish. Um, there's five of those Walking Dead novels. I believe the majority of them focus on the story of the governor, if not all, at least one of them does, focuses on the story of the governor prior to being the governor of, um, the area he's the governor for, and I can't remember what the name of that area is off the top of my head, but that's where they kind of get, I think, a little bit of his backstory that they portray in the show. Now, why do, why am I doing an entry on this now? Well, simply because I remember hearing back over the summer of 2022 about how it was finally coming to an end. And for me, I was the person who it ended when Andrew Lincoln felt that he had to go and spend more time with his family. And then he exited the show as Rick Grimes. For me, that's when it ended. Because the central point of the Walking Dead comics is and always will be the Grimes family. For those who don't know much of the story's comics, it starts off exactly how the show does. There are vast things that are different, and those differences, mainly a couple of them that I've kind of already mentioned, are the fact that Rick and Carl are alive for the entirety of the series. There are 100, and I believe 93 issues of the series, and it goes all the way through with Rick and Carl being alive. The only difference is the ending of the comics in comparison to the ending of the show, simply because the ending of the show isn't its natural ending. They have a bunch of spinoffs, which is another reason I felt that this kind of deserved to be talked about, because when I was hearing about the spinoffs, I was like, oh, that's right, The Walking Dead ended. I'm two seasons behind... Maybe I should finish it. Like, I felt so into this that I just dropped off three years ago and I was just really feeling like maybe I should give it its due diligence. Like, The Walking Dead was such a big part of my life. When I first started writing blogs and movie reviews on on on, on Blogger and on Medium and I was doing articles for this, um, this website called Movie Pilot, which eventually became Creators.co, I was writing all about The Walking Dead. I was comparing everything to the comic and the show and breaking down the intrinsic details that they get right, that they get wrong, what I loved, what I didn't love, what I wanted to see in the future, when it was like in the fourth or fifth season, when they were about to introduce Negan, when they were about to introduce um, um, uh, the the um the terminus people who are s sort of related to a, a small volume in the comics which were the hunters they were cannibals but they made them bigger in terminus and in the comics they were kind of smaller so i wanted to talk about all of that stuff so it's really where my my passion for doing all this comes from so i had to revisit the walking dead and tell you the truth i started from the beginning I watched from the very first episode all the way through up until I couldn't remember what happened anymore, which essentially was right when Rick Grimes walked out the door. But he doesn't really walk out the door. As we all know, there is a spinoff 
uh, film coming out, uh, The Walking Dead, Rick and Michonne, which is going to hopefully tie that story together. But the biggest problem with that is that in the comics, like I said, it's all about the Grimes family leading all the way up to the end. And by the end, the only two survivors are Rick and Carl. Yes, Judith does not survive at all. I'm sorry to say, Judith dies when she is a baby. That whole thing in the in in the series uh, when they get attacked in the prison and you see the 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 bloody uh, baby baby seat, you know that's sort of an innuendo to what actually happens in the comics. Essentially, what happens in the comics is Laurie survives the birth. And her and the baby are killed during the governor's siege on the prison, leaving Rick and Carl alone. And then Rick and Carl go all the way to the end. And by the end of it, the very last issue, which for those who don't know, the very last issue was a trick. The the creator, Robert Kirkman, had applied for another six-part volume. It was supposed to go, I believe, 190 to 196. He stopped it at 193, and he gave out an issue that was, like, triple the size it was supposed to be. And essentially, it was two comics put together. It was what the ending of The Walking Dead was into what the future of The Walking Dead was turning into be. Not necessarily that he was going to do any spinoffs, but how he was going to end that story. And he ends that story with Rick gets bitten, Carl has to kill him, and then it does a time jump, like 50 years, and it goes into the future, where Carl is now an old man, he's considered somebody who's part of the old world, because civilization has come back to such an extent that walkers are so rare, they use them as as circus acts, and they just kind of collect them, and Carl's like, you can't do that, you're, you're risking things, and I have to kill all of them, and essentially, he's, he's a dinosaur to all of them, he's part of an era that nobody wants to remember anymore, because the world has come back, and that's how the comic series ends, and that's such a beautiful ending to the series, when you consider everything that the family goes through, and everything that all of the survivors that we've known and loved go through, you know, I can go through a difference between so many comparisons between the show and and the comic but either way it's about what all of these characters essentially experience and the and all the trauma that he wraps up in character development and love interests and family and just wanting the good guys to win so when you have something like that and then you still have this show where you have all of these spin-offs coming you know you got dead city which just came out which makes no sense to the character of maggie or negan you have this nut this other one with daryl where he's in paris granted here's another weird comparison none of you are gonna probably accept unless you're a really deep person in the walking dead universe but daryl doesn't exist he's made for the show He's made because Norman Reedus is amazing and an amazing actor, and if you got rid of him, you'd have a riot on your hands. That's the only reason. There is no storyline in the comics for Daryl. Daryl and Merle don't exist. That whole brother dynamic, the Dixon family, none of that stuff exists. It only exists for the show, and they tried to make it make sense with a video game about 15 years ago. It doesn't match up, but he's a good character. People love him, they gave him a spinoff. And now we also have the, 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 the growth of what everybody wanted after um, Andrew Lincoln left, which was these movies they were talking about, and now we're finally getting one, which is the Rick and Michonne movie, which is hopefully going to wrap up their storyline. Now, they also have a variety of other spinoffs 
from Fear the Walking Dead, which I've tried watching the first season. Don't really like it all that much. Uh, the Walking Dead World Beyond, which I think was a, a one-time or a two-time seasoner. I don't think it lasted very long. They have Tales of the Walking Dead, which is sort of an anthology based with a couple of little stories. But I don't know why they made a whole show out of that, because they did really well with the webisodes, which I believe there's four or five of those, if I'm not mistaken. All of these little things that just take place within the Walking Dead universe but none of them are have they have any roots they're just building up these stories in the same universe and essentially all they are is zombie stories there's very few character things that go across people you know they they try to make it fit and doesn't always have to fit i remember one of the webisodes was all about the the lady who's torn up in like the first or th- second episode of the first season the one that's in the grass at the very beginning there's a whole webisode um i think a six part webisode series did the like five minute a piece little parts that all add up to what led that walker who that per, who that walker was before she became such a pivotal scene for Rick in that first episode. So some of them have some meaning and some of them I don't know. Like I couldn't get into Fear the Walking Dead, but I'm going to at some point sit with the entire thing probably after this this season's over because I believe this is the last season for Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, they're in the middle of it right now. And once that's over, then I'll probably binge the whole thing like I did with uh, the original The Walking Dead. But I just felt like I had to return to the roots of where all this lives. Because all of this lives in this idea of what The Walking Dead built up over three years. Those first three seasons really gave people uh, something to really get into. Something that they wanted to, like, invest in. And after it became so big that I think it was after the second season or the third season, they started The Talking Dead. Like, they had a whole separate show after the show that was all about people talking about the show. And they had special guests, and they had prizes and all this stuff, and it was, uh, they had a really good host, and that went on for as long as the show's going on. But the show isn't really over. It's got all of these spinoffs, and they're just creating more zombie-type storylines within the Walking Dead franchise, just because they think that the Walking Dead is going to be what draws people to it. And yes, it does. But then you have diehard fans like me that watched when Rick Grimes walked out because he, the actor, didn't want to do it anymore because he wanted to be with his family. You get pissed by that. And you get pissed by when it happens to Carl because this whole premise, the entirety of the series is based in the Grimes family. The entire comic series is based in it. I don't care how many other characters you add. I don't care how many love interests you change. I don't care how many characters you have to dumb down because you're AMC and you have commercials and families watch that shit. I don't care. But it needs to be about the Grimes. Rick Grimes, Carl Grimes, somebody has to be in there. And the saving grace they tried to have is Judith Grimes. When they do that ginormous time jump to when she's a two-year-old to now she's a 12-year-old. And they try to make it make sense. And kind of does, but kind of doesn't. And again, I'm kind of happy I waited until it was all over so I can watch it all in one sitting. Because I do find the appreciation in it because they still do what's necessarily in the comics. So they take that and they make it make sense with the characters they have. And there's some and there's really good character development. I can't deny that, that they did write the characters they still had very, very well. But you can't have this show without a strong Grimes character. And I do not regret stopping when I stopped. I'm happy I stopped when I stopped 
because it gave me this sort of appreciation now that I went back to it and literally watched it from start to finish. And I was really upset when it was all over. I'm not going to lie. I was really upset when it came to an end and I realized, holy shit, like it really is that there's no more of this show. And I felt even worse when I read that very last issue of the comic. And what I would really want, if they're ever going to give us one thing from the Walking Dead universe, I want an episode done that is really the very last comics storyline. I don't care if it's an animated version of it. Give me that last issue of the Walking Dead comic book as something. Because nobody really understands how good the entire Walking Dead universe storyline is. The entire Rick Rick Grimes, Carl Grimes, the entire Grimes family log is. Until you get to that last issue and how bittersweet the ending is. How, how much it really fills you with a sort of dread, but also joy with how well Robert Kirkman ended the comic book series. And the fact that this doesn't really give you that is heartbreaking, but what else is heartbreaking is still that it's a good show, and it started off as a good show, and those last four or five episodes when they're doing all of those flashbacks and they have these things that highlight the, the, the group as they went on through the years, it's, it's upsetting when you see all that and you realize the show's no longer on. And I guess coming from somebody who stopped for such a long period of time, it's still kind of heartbreaking. Even for turning to it after I gave up on it, I still felt a little heartbroken realizing, yeah, that's it. This, this is the end-all, be-all, and now they just have all of these separate shows. We're all just going to get keep getting spinoffs of different things, and I don't know if we're ever going to revisit any of the stuff that they left in what the ending of that show is. They just decided to take the characters we all loved and just give them more shows. And I was not a person who even cared about a lot of the changes that were going on towards that ending of how they tweak certain things. I still think it was done good to the show. But there were still things like when Maggie left for the, a whole half a season, you know, and, and then when Michonne left for a whole half a season. Like, you got literally were getting rid of so many characters that you didn't really want to kill off in case you wanted to continue it. But then you get pissed because you're like, where the fuck are these people? You know what I'm saying? Like, why aren't these characters involved in these major storylines that are happening around everybody? It sort of feels cheated, but they they make it work, I guess, if you want to say it works. But I don't know. It's just it's just odd for me to talk about it in the sense of, I guess, maybe the fact that it, now that it was and it's no longer an is, but also that it's a, you know... I'm kind of betraying my own history. Like this is really the, the the things that built my foundation on what I what I do, like what I like doing now, and that's making you know the the podcasts and the movie stuffs and the reasons I continue to watch you know movies and all these TV shows, and I get invested in them. I'm not saying the reason is The Walking Dead. I'm saying The Walking Dead is a really prime example of when you are a person that's like me that is a cinephile, that is somebody who thrives off really enjoyable and good good storytelling, that you see something like this come to an end, and I've seen plenty of shows come to an end, but none that I've been invested to at this point. And I know there's probably a lot of people that feel that way about different shows, 
You know, there's probably people that felt that way about Game of Thrones, probably people that felt that way about Dexter or The Sopranos, you know, any vastly popular took the world by storm show that was really something that like everybody was talking about. And even I haven't watched every single show that people find overly popular. I, I've never seen Dexter. I've never seen Breaking Bad. I've never seen Sons of Anarchy. Maybe I'll watch them one day, but th- they just don't catch my interest like something like The Walking Dead does. And now there is no more regular Walking Dead. And now I have to sit and kind of let that sink in. That something that is such a big part of my journey as a as a cinephile as a podcaster as somebody who thrives off movie and television reviews and discussion of cinematography and storytelling as a person who really thrives and wants to build myself up as somebody who is a voice in that realm something like this you know it it hurts the heart a little bit and it's something to kind of accept as sort of part of the unfortunate nature of what's done this is going to happen more than once, and this is just one that it just kind of hits home. So I hope I did The Walking Dead justice. Uh, I am going to miss it. I'm looking forward to the Rick and Michonne movie. I will eventually sit through uh, Fear, uh, World Beyond, Tales, then Dead City and Daryl Dixon. I don't know what else they're going to be doing with this universe, but I will make it a point to try to keep it in my eyesight and keep it keep my eyes on it to to still pay my dues to the things that I've kind of helped help me grow